Hi, sisters, and welcome back to our <laughs> oh podcast. God. Again, welcome back. This time we actually have one. Yeah. Before, you know, we were saying welcome back to nothing. <laughs> My life. <laughs> <laughs> welcome welcome back, back to nothing. To nothing. <laughs> and um, that's what you're going to get for the next however many minutes is right, nothing. Exactly. Um, well, we're back for episode two. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, not because, not, not by popular demand, <laughs> because our, <laughs> our episode only just released yesterday, so we are pre-recording this because, you know, we're new to the podcast space. Culture. The space. Yeah, the space. <laughs> I love using that word. <laughs> like, <laughs> using space to describe... It just makes it sound so much more I think curated, wh- intelligent. Whenever you say space, <laughs> fantastic, I, spontaneous, no, amazing. I think of I think of like spaceship. I think right. of like Star Trek. So it kind of turns me off. I'm thinking like sector, like sector. That sounds like geometry, like industry. Like we're in the you know, in the quadrant. No. Nar. <laughs> in, in the banking space. In what? The, I don't know. Okay, let's I'm move on. Okay, I wait, just, let's talk about our show name. Okay. Thank you for so we actually, us. Welcome back to nothing. That so, should have been our name. Welcome back to nothing. Welcome so back to nothing. We guys. actually have a list right here of things to talk about. And before we recorded You're the not podcast. to reveal that. No, <laughs> listen. Before the podcast... Josh explained to me that we have a list now of what we're going to go off of. Mm-hmm. And he said, whenever we just kind of lose our idea or we don't know what to say, just bring it back, tie it back in, and we'll go to the next subject. And so I just said the first thing on the list, let's talk about our show name. So I feel like I did that pretty successful. Right. That was successful that it did exactly what it was supposed to do. <laughs> also, it's hilarious because I'm noticing we both have a recording voice. We're talking so clearly. <laughs> Like, an absurd amount, and I think it's just funny because, you <laughs> know, it just comes it out. just so funny. <laughs> it comes out naturally, but anyways, what's with our podcast name? Okay, so Tanner and I, and um, should we, he who we shall not be named. Correct. <laughs> Jeremy Daniel Jones Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. His entire birth name, social security number. <laughs> right. Is zero, zero, zero. Um, anyways. No, I think it's only that. Anyways, back to our name. Yeah. So our name. So mm-hmm. as me and Josh, we um, call ourselves this name. This name is called the Big Girls. So just to kind of backtrack, I, yes, we are both male. Um, and so <laughs> just for clarification, just for clarification, we are both male. Although I do get called ma'am in the drive-through sometimes, but <laughs> um, that kind of leads into what I'm talking about is that we eat a lot, and so. Um, a long time ago, I had some friends, and they basically people um, that were on their athletic team used to call them the big girls. Um, and they're really not big; they're just normal girls. But they had some really small children that were on the team, um, and so they were just like, "Oh my gosh! Like we need to split up, big girls. Y'all have to split." Right. And so that I became part of the big girls in that to support them and to just kind of take that as their identity now, now that that is who they are. And so I just started using big girl 
And mm-hmm. so now... But G-O-R-L, yeah. not G-I-R-L. That's no, no, different. No, no. Completely no. different. No. Big girl is like offensive. But big girl, mm-hmm. that is like a <laughs> right. title. Exactly. That is, a, that is something you can earn. Only it's an earn honor, it. honestly, um, now accepting applicants. Right. I actually do, if y'all would like it. Um, again, <laughs> We can me. link it down below. We can link it because I do have a big girl application. Um, Josh did. He answered some of the questions very well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions, my favorite question that he answered on the application was, um, what is your favorite fast food place? Uh-huh. And he said... <laughs> Mattress firm. <laughs> you know. So why don't you go ahead and unpack that? I don't, I don't know. But my, my immediate thought, which is kind of sad, but I went through this phase where I binged a lot of um, My Strange Addiction. Mm, okay. Yeah, and there yeah. was an episode where uh, this woman was addicted to eating mattresses. So like <laughs> any kind, firm, soft. <laughs> Memory foam, <laughs> spring, <laughs> all of the different types of mattresses. And um, I don't know why, but I just immediately got this picture of this woman eating a mattress. So I said mattress firm because it's like, you know, if you're eating a mattress. You're hungry. You're hungry. <laughs> you are <laughs> deprived. You are looking. You are yearning for some sustenance. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I think that mattress firm was the most, you know, applicable answer <laughs> to, the question. In, to the question at that time in my life. So, <laughs> so um, anyways, where decide though, like get get into that. Yeah, that's so, the, that's the meat so and potatoes the here. Girls. No pun intended. So the big girls, yes. Now our podcast name is "Decide Where to Eat Before Leaving." So Josh and I, we have gone to fast food places numerous times uh-huh. since our beginning of our friendship. Um, and so whenever we go and eat at those places, we can never decide where we're going. Right. So we're always driving and we'll drive by McDonald's and we'll be like, do you want to go there? I don't know. I don't know. We pass it. Mm-hmm. KFC. I don't know. I don't know. We pass it. You know, all of those things, which are great. But we have to stop the car usually in a parking lot, <laughs> usually a CVS or Kroger, mm-hmm. and say, okay. <laughs> Historically, might I add. <laughs> right. Historically, um, since 1989, we have had to do that. So that is kind of where the decide section comes in. Um, and so would you like to elaborate a little bit I on mean, how we decide usually what that looks like for us? And who are typical places that we go to eat? I would say our typical places, um, we often end up at McDonald's, KFC. AKA the Golden Arches. The Golden Arches. um, KFC, um, Chick-fil-A. Sometimes we're not not classy enough for Chick-fil-A, I would say. I mean, honestly, we're reaching a dead end here. But, um, <laughs> oh, um Moving on. Here, here's what I want to say. Yes. It's just been, you know, right now, the current date, not relevant, <laughs> but it is fresh into 2021. And so, um, I've been hearing a lot of, you know, everyone, it's like, it's New Year's resolution season. Okay. We're all, you know. Figuring out how we can better ourselves, you know, whether you had a terrible 2020 or not, you're trying to set these, these resolutions, which is, you know, again, historically what Mm, people set. Correct. 
last year I set goals. Um, so I had five goals. I achieved all but one. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the same thing. So not a resolution, but a goal. Maybe it's the same thing. I'll pull up the definition of resolutions or resolution in a second. But lately, this new thing I've been hearing all the kids say, um, all the bloggers, influences, Mm. uh, influencers, uh, excuse me, um, have been saying intentions. Mm. And, you know, it just goes to show that we are moving into a society that is so scared of commitment Mm. because there is nothing committal about your intentions. Committal? Yeah, no, there's nothing. nothing committal about that. I mean, like, I can intend to do a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be my goal. That's true. Or that's going to be, you know, it's just something like, I have an inclination Mm. to do this. Right. But it's like, we're not going to say whether or not it's for sure going to happen or so not. So I, I personally would prefer the New Year intention. Oh, um, because <laughs> interesting. Okay, that house divided. Means, um, that I don't have to commit to anything. Right. Um, and so really, is this a good thing for us as humans to not have committed to anything? Not even a New Year's resolution? No. No. But do we like it? Probably. Of course we do. And so, you know, are we going to do anything about it? Right. Probably not. Probably not, but Which I'm just is really saying negative. It's just say. a trend to just like showering. <laughs> We're not going to go into that. Some people shower. <laughs> Some people shower because they think they think it's a trend. So I mean, somebody else is doing it, and then everybody else I is can't doing handle it. Handle this? No, let, hear me out. This is a take of tanners. You do not have. To shower. You do not have to shower. Nobody, no police officer is going to come into your house and bang on your door and ask if you are showering. Nobody. Right, And right. people don't know if you shower. People uh, do not know from... Well... People do not know from one person to the next if you shower or if you do not shower. Nobody can tell. And so it is a social trend that we have to shower. And that's, that's all I'm saying. Do I shower? Yes. But I choose... To shower for my own self, not because I'm trying to follow the culture, right. the trend. And so just as this is a trend of the intentions, <laughs> um, so is showering. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a little bit off topic. <laughs> I really just think you, that that fits I, uh, exactly. I appreciate the commentary. I've also heard this argument many a times. <laughs> And I know that it's something that Tanner, you know, holds near and dear to his heart. Right. And I'm very passionate about the subject of showering. definitely in his platform when he's running for office. Right. Ban all showers. (laughs) Um, No, no, no. Not to ban them. No. Tanner showers. He's very hygienic. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying here is a resolution (laughs) is a firm, by definition, is a firm decision to do or not to do something. So, like, my New Year's resolution should be to not shower. (laughs) That would mean you're not going to. My New Year's uh intention Uh would be... To not shower, that would mean that, like, I'm, I may still shower. I'm that, not going to hold true to that. That could be one of them. But mm. what I'm saying here, and, you know, you all could be more interested in what Tanner has to say about showering than what I have <laughs> to okay. say about if resolutions. It's okay. just check out my Instagram. And it's okay, because we're not in a contest here. But all I'm saying <laughs> is that it's, you know, a little alarming, something to pick up on, <laughs> that 
you know, society is just moving away from commitment. I agree. I think with both of us being sevens. Mm, on the uh, great Enneagram personality test. Right. I'm sure you're all familiar by this point. Um, as being sevens, it's like, that's something that's, I guess, maybe I'm using this incorrectly. I'm not very intelligent, but innate in our, mm, you yeah. know. And just who we are. And just who we are. Just to not want to commit. to not want to commit. Because if we do commit to something, right. that may shut off the possibility exactly. to do something better that comes along. Yeah, or like another opportunity. Like last year, one of my goals, <laughs> intentions slash resolutions, mm. um, was to be a more committed individual because I would um, often just like say, oh, I'm not sure. Even when it was just simple as like hanging out with somebody, it was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, but it's like, sure, I'm sure, like, I don't have anything else to do. But you want to, but I want to keep the options open, which is not like, you know, that's not a likable quality. And so I just picked that up in myself, which it's all about admitting it. That's Mm. the first step. Yeah. And I actually (laughs) did realize that about you this year Mm -hmm. is that you started to change that. Much more committed. Typically, I would ask, you know, what are you doing? Can you do something? Right. And, like, and you mm, would, I'm not sure. Right. Or like, yeah, it was I might be doing this, answer. but I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. exactly. And now I'm like, you know, I'm free. Right. Which I had never I'm heard not. from this man. Right. I did not know his schedule had that work. I, I definitely February. became a lot more concrete. I think mm-hmm. a little bit, a li- I'm saying a little more reliable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but our ratings on the topic to of one. on the topic of sevens, just like I don't know, for me with this new year, I feel like sevens need a little bit of structure. Mm. If if you're not familiar with Enneagram and Tanner, please add into this sure. because I don't know all the descriptions. I but will absolutely how I describe a seven is they're like the opportunist, just like we were talking about, like always seeking the next best thing, the next best opportunity. Um, loves to adventure, um, doesn't really like commit or like to commit, um, very spontaneous, um, always, you know, next thing, next thing, next thing. I think that just like paints the whole picture. I mean, if you have anything to add to that. Yeah. The Enneagram has nine different personalities that they lay out to categorize people in. And so seven is, is one of them. It's just one through nine numbers. Don't not one is better than the other. Um, but I would say some good attributes about sevens are that they just want everybody to experience the fullness of life. And they want to experience everything in life that life has to offer before it's over. Right. And so that does not include pain. They like mm. good things. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. They do not want to experience anything negative. And so they will do anything in their capability to do such and to keep others from experiencing pain, even if that means sacrificing things that don't need to be sacrificed. Um, And so oftentimes when sevens are um, negative in their way of processing things, they will choose to, um, for example, um, fly to New York um, on a whim. Oh. Uh, instead of doing what talking about here, no, no one in particular. Um, but I did have one friend, and I'll just I'll just change his name just for the sake of the uh, podcast, so he doesn't um, kill me. But his name was Josh Pop. Oh, I um, was gonna say, was it me? Uh, yeah, and he went to New York on a whim one time, right? Mm-hmm. And it possibly could have been because he was just trying to run away from his negative emotions. Well, you know, you're talking about my trip in February of 2020 because <laughs> that's the only time I like went 
within a two week notice. <laughs> and I, you know, 2020 was a long year, but a short year. Mm. I can't quite put my finger on what I might have been going through in February. <laughs> Probably nothing existential. <laughs> But enough to make I, you get on that plane. Here, okay, I'm I'm having a brain blast because I'm just all of a sudden remember the exact moment I booked that trip. <laughs> okay. So I was literally sitting on my bed and I think it was like a mental break and I'm just like, you know what? I wanna go. Like I just wanna go somewhere. Me too. So who knows? It probably was just school, February, right. you know. Anyways. Um pre COVID too. Yeah, definitely pre COVID. And so I'm like let's go let's look i looked the tickets were super cheap um and then i just like found an airbnb um and it worked out and like i just did it and you know it was not the most financially responsible decision right but very memorable i had Mm -hmm. a great time i ended up on a netflix um comedy special (laughs) wait you did not oh wait yes yes you told me about that. yes so long story short this is not even that interesting but um my airbnb host the reason why i selected that airbnb was because one it was a really cool place two um everybody was saying the host was like incredible like if you didn't have plans he tag he let you tag along to his like just very like artistic group of guys who all live together in this huge loft and um yeah i mean so one night i was like well i don't really have plans he was like oh well me and my girlfriend are going to this comedy special at uh the sony theater like do you want to come so i was like sure it was like 30 bucks so i booked a ticket while i got there i ended up sitting in the very front row like right along the stage and so, um, and I, granted, I had never, ever heard of this com- comedian. <laughs> I almost said comedian. 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 Um, and she was hilarious, but I didn't also realize it was a Netflix special. So it was being filmed. <laughs> um, and because I was, you were being right, filmed. Well, I knew I was being filmed when, once I got there. Right, right, right. Because there were, you know, people had come out. But anyways, it was filmed, whatever. Great time, phone almost died, didn't quite know where I was, barely got home, also stopped <laughs> for a big girl meal at Shake Shack <laughs> yeah. on the way. But um, then the pandemic happened. So that was <laughs> I, that was March 1st. Right. It did not premiere till September something. Oh. September like 27th, I think. Oh I don't gosh. know. Of, you know, just this past September. And so I saw I was following her on Instagram because obviously I was trying to figure out and trying to mm-hmm. see if I was going to be on there. Lo and behold, I watched it. I was on. I made a couple of appearances, mm. um, you know, when the camera would pan over. Nothing that incredible. All this to say. So Tanner <sighs> just did something really remarkable, to say the least. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to have to, you know... At this point, it was already edited out. That's fine. Moving on to the next topic. <clears throat> We're beating a dead horse here. I'm beating a dead horse here. What does that saying mean? So, like... Like the horse... Oh, egg, okay. it, it like horse nothing. girl? <gasps> no, no, Wait, no, 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 no. Horse no. girl. Hold on, hold on. Movie hold recommendation. On. Movie recommendation. <laughs> okay. There's this movie called Horse Girl. Uh-huh. And I 
Okay, so you think it's going to be about, like, a horse girl, right? Like, a girl who rides horses. Oh. No, I was thinking, like, the one in high school who gallops everywhere. Yes. Okay. It's, that's what you think it's going to be about. Right. Wrong. Well, it okay. is. But oh. it's it's actually a movie about mental illness. And it was really, really cool to watch. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, definitely would recommend 10 out of 10. But when I first watched it, I thought it was absurd so this girl she likes horses she works at a craft store but her whole family has had like a lineage of like schizophrenia and so she (laughs) the way you said that (laughs) schizophrenia (laughs) so um in in turn um (laughs) she this is not trying to write a paper like using random words uh trying to conclude or whatever Uh um she basically um, she like goes through all this stuff. She starts seeing things and she starts believing like all these different things that aren't true about the reality that's going on. But she continues to go back and visit the horses. Like she, it used to be her horse, but now a new girl has the horse and she's like really upset. And they're like, why are you hanging around here? So like the horses really don't have that big of a part of the thing in the movie, but mm-hmm. she thinks that she's a clone. She thinks that she's her grandma's clone and that aliens are abducting her. And she believes that. And it's because she watched a show where people were clones of one another. And so, anyways, I'm not going to get into mental health. That can be a whole nother podcast. But it is a really cool movie about mental health issues from the perspective of somebody with mental health issues without, like, being insensitive. Which I really thought was pretty cool. So... Would definitely recommend that. But to revisit the conversation... Not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored. (laughs) Um, But uh, to revisit Beating a Dead Horse, what does that mean to you personally? (laughs) Well, I think the general consensus there Mm. is that it doesn't necessarily have to be a horse. You know, it could be any animal. Okay. But it's like, it's already dead. Why are you still beating it? Okay. You know, like the topic... It's already gone down the drain. Mm -hmm. Why are we still trying? Gotcha. It's the exact same thing there. Gotcha. Going down the drain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's so like, let's move on then. Yeah, the water's already drained. Why are you still trying to scoop it up? No, that, that <laughs> All is right, moving not on. it. <laughs> moving on. Um, so, uh, let's talk about social media. Okay. Because of the draining properties of <laughs> Instagram.com, uh, what do you feel... What are your opinions on social media? Do you... What are your opinions? What do you just general off Here, the bat? Here's my thoughts. When someone says, what do you think about social media? What do you say? Right. As often as people ask me, you know, I never know what to say. Mm. <laughs> That's not true. Mm. Um, I, I have found myself in a time where I hate it. I hate all of it. Um, now, am I still a user? I am. Am I probably addicted to a couple of platforms? Sounds a little sure, bit like of course. you are... like addicted to drugs no that's not what i mean addicted to drugs we all know that social media am i a user yes (laughs) we all know we all know that social media is addicting it is the socially acceptable drug essentially Mm. um but i don't know i it's just it's very interesting because i find myself the more and more we progress in technology and media and like all these new platforms the more and more I'm like, I just wish none of this existed. Mm. Like, I... Okay, first of all, with Instagram, I have a very... It's 95% hate, 5% love. Um, and I think the love is literally just me having this fear of missing out. But 
If you follow Which me is on another Instagram, seven thing. that is another seven thing. Right. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me like l- not post anything, log on, and be like, I just got on for the first time in, you know, three weeks, whatever. Why am I here? Why are you all here? Like, the be- the social dilemma says that movie, you know, I'm not even going to get into it because I haven't seen it, but I've listened. No. I've listened to a couple <laughs> Wait, what of... what movie are you talking the about? The Social Dilemma. Oh, it's called The Social right. Dilemma. yes. I it's, thought you were talking about Horse Girl. I don't even know what it's basically about, but it's essentially like why social media is bad, what it's trying to do to us. Mm. And I was listening to a podcast. I don't even remember, not even the full thing, just a snippet. And I heard like the only way to get yourself to stop having FOMO, fear of missing out when it comes to social media is to get all of your circle, all of your friends, all of your connections to get off of it as well. Because those are the people you want to, you, you know, you want to keep up with. And so if all of you get off at the same time, then nobody is like, wow, what are they doing? Yeah. You know, um, I've just gotten real comfortable with deleting all those apps off my phone because it's, or first off, where we've turned off all notifications for phone because I think the biggest thing that draws us to our phone is beep beep or zzz, or whatever. Wow, that was good. Um, <laughs> beep beep boop. All right. Yeah. And now we're gonna start our ASMR. Oh my gosh! Stop. Beep 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 Exactly. Thank you for that commercial. You're welcome. But yeah, it's just it. You know, if you check screen time, it's like, how many pickups do I have? Which yeah. is like, how many times you pick up your phone? And most of the time, it's like, oh, I got a text or, right. oh, I got a whatever, right. you know, notification. Right. So turn those off. Then mm-hmm. you'll like forget. Right. And then two, just delete the things off your phone. And then if you need it, go to internet and type it up, pull up Instagram, scroll. You'll get annoyed at how inefficient use it is on yeah, internet and say, then just stop yeah it really gets you out of the cycle yeah. you know instagram.com is a terrible pl- like the way it is it's just terrible. it's just not good it doesn't work and it's because they want you to download the app i'm exactly sure. i'm convinced i i will go ahead and just share just a little bit about my relationship with please miss girl um social media i have gone through periods where i have almost been off all social media for a year um, I have been through periods where I am like the most active person on Instagram.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know why I feel the need to say <laughs> yeah. dot com. Uh-huh. But uh, I did get rid of my Snapchat um, in my sophomore year of high school. And so um, I I did that and I really liked it. I didn't like Snapchat because I felt, felt pointless to just send pictures of my face over right. and over when I could just do that on my messages. Mm-hmm. So I just got rid of it. Um, and then I really battled back and forth with Instagram because I felt, um, as lots of people do, I felt comparison. I felt, um, but at the end of the day, I felt like, what, why? Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And like, if I, the things that were keeping me there was, well, what if somebody needs me? Or what if like somebody wants to know what's going on in my life? But at the end of the day, if somebody really wants to know what's going on in your life, they will text you. Exactly. Somebody sliding up on your story and being like, how cute. Like, if they really liked that, like, mm-hmm. or they really like thought that that memory or like somebody slides up and is like, Oh, I had so much fun. You know, they would just say that to you face to face or on. So it's just kind of like, you know, I think that it is cool in the way that it connects everybody, but we were already connected before by the bond of love, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And, but anyways, that's just to say, I just kind of am like, I'm on Instagram right now. 
Um, I'm using it. And I'm just kind of waiting until I get to the point where I'm like, ugh, I'm so done with this. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of a back and forth. I have genuinely thought about getting rid of my iPhone. Like, I got mm. very, very close to it at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like there was a time, believe it or not, where people did not be on their They didn't have right. phones. Yeah. Um, and it really wasn't that long ago. And so I'm just kind of like... You know, you that's... you see it more and more nowadays. It's like people are just like, you know what? I don't need this. Let me just go back to my roots, because honestly, life was better then. Um, right. You know, it's just not like bad in now. That song, nineteen ninety nine, by Charlie XCX, the <laughs> no, Queen. No, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna add. Um, I'm in the same boat. Like I take it day by day with the apps on my phone, and if. One day it's causing me trouble. I'm going to delete it. For me, it was like I would um, open it up and it would, one, either lead to comparison. um, Two, either lead to, you know, a judgmental thought or like just a negative thought or somebody posted something that just frustrated me. And I'm like, honestly, if this is a source of negativity, like why very, very little good comes from it. So it's like, why am I even partaking? Like, let me just remove this because I don't need it. And it's really just adding, it's wasting time and it's adding, you know, negativity that is unnecessary. So yeah, that's my thoughts on that. I don't know if I could say anything about it is like, Get comfortable, normalize, which we love to use that phrase, mm. normalize deleting, normalize getting rid of like social media, social media, normalize, like you don't need it. Here's my thing. Normalize doing like whatever you feel your convictions are to do, because just because like your convictions are to get off of social media for a month and nobody else agrees with you, like, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's your life. Like, you know? And I feel like at the end of the day, that's that's just how it is, and that's just what we have to live by. I agree. Point blank, period, you know? Right, period. Do you have any final takes over everything we talked about? I know we talked about a lot, but... Do you, you know, I think we've any- really jam-packed this episode, um, and, you know, it's been a blast. I think that we have a lot to say. You know, there's a lot of different topics yeah. we could bring up. And just to keep, you know, at the front end of this podcast journey, um, we want to keep you engaged. And so hopefully we are able to do so. But yes. that's really all I have to say. Yeah. Um, I think I have nothing left to say mm-hmm. um, <laughs> other than um, make sure to decide where to eat before leaving. Exactly. Always decide to eat before leaving. Because then you'll get confused. This has been a DBL podcast with Josh and Tanner.